Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we have Annika Jackson with us. Uh, she is involved in lots of cool things. Uh, she loves travel, family, philanthropy, activism, art, and fashion. And uh, she's doing some amazing things. And I'm excited to have her on this episode of the Success Chronicles. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. I appreciate the invitation. Good deal. Well, if you don't mind, talk to us about your life story. You know, I know we talked off air about, yeah. you know, the whirlwind of how you got where you are. If you don't yeah. mind, kind of talk no, a little bit about your experiences. Sure, not at all. So I grew up in Lawrence, Kansas, um, and I lived a lot of places before I ended up in Houston. I've lived in Kansas City, Chicago. San Francisco, Los Angeles, and then made my way to Houston about seven and a half years ago, and I love it. Um, growing up, my mom was a social worker and my dad was a college professor. My mom's from Thailand, so I grew up very multicultural um, in one sense. Like, there was a huge Asian community, Thai community in some places, but then in other places, going to school, for instance, there were not a lot of Asians or mm -hmm. half Asians. So it was very interesting to balance those two worlds. Um, my mom came to the States to go to college and she never went back until she retired. And then she went back for retirement. And so she met my dad, you know, got married, the rest is history. Um, but from a very early age, they instilled a sense of purpose in me. Um, besides being a social worker for the state and for different school districts, she then also on weekends would go when refugee families came over from Thailand or Laos or different countries in Asia. And uh, she would help them get skills because things are done different ways, different places in the world. Right. And so they needed to learn kind of how, how you treat your children or how you wash dishes or how you take care of certain things here that could be different. So she would take me with her to play with the kids while she talked to the parents. And so I gained a really early appreciation for giving back and helping others in your community. But I also really loved business. So I wasn't quite sure, you know, I was like, do I go to social work? Do I go to business? So I actually ended up getting my degree in public administration. But before that, as a teenager, I had started, um, I'd always liked getting people together to collaborate. Um, from a very early age. Like if I had a birthday party, I was inviting everybody and I wanted to have all kinds of activities so that everybody felt welcome. You know, I was the DJ back when it was like records. I know I'm myself. <laughs> um, 
Um, I, I know that life. It's okay. <laughs> I know that life. So um, I started actually being a club promoter and promoting for DJs when I was still in high school and parlayed that into promoting even when I was in college. My parents didn't want me to go very far, so I ended up going to um, community college in Kansas first. And But I wasn't, even though I wanted to, I aspired to go do other stuff, I didn't let that stop me from still trying to have success. So I was student senate president. I had a theater scholarship. I was always involved in a lot of different things. And I still do that today. Um, I still like to be involved in different parts of the community, different groups. Um, and I think that's what helps make me successful and has helped shape my path. So I always say everything I ever have done comes out of my mom, you know, taking me around with her yeah. and then also being a club promoter because that took me to Chicago to work in clubs and for a marketing company. That took me to Los Angeles to work for a marketing company and then magazine. That took me to San Francisco where I launched official Xbox magazine and Revolution magazine, which official Xbox is still the largest Xbox and video game magazine in the world. And Revolution was a dance music magazine that came with a CD every month back when nobody was doing that. Um, so I got to experience a lot of really great things. I got to travel all around the country, um, promoting, doing events, and meeting lots of different kinds of people. And uh, that turned into me then going back to Los Angeles because uh, I was still, you know, like my family, some of my family was there and mm -hmm. my job let me move back down there. I started my own little marketing and promotions company, um, got married, had a child, and my ex-husband's job is what brought me to Houston. <laughs> so, um, and all along the way, I got to the point where I said, I'm not doing enough. I want to give back more. How do I do that? So I went on to websites like idealist.org, volunteer match. I joined junior league. I found different ways to learn skills that I would need to be a good volunteer. And that's kind of what I have turned into a niche now is um, a business where I help businesses partner with charities, help them reach the right audience, because now it's so cool to be conscious, right? Um, everybody wants to be attached to a charity, but that's a great mindset. And it's wonderful that the world's moving that way. And that's the way kids are being raised now. Um, so for instance, when I moved to Houston, I had been asking myself, what's my what next? What's my driving thing, right? And I read a book called Half the Sky by Nicholas Kristoff and Cheryl Wudun. They are New York Times uh, columnists and Pulitzer Prize winners. And the book is from a Chinese proverb, women hold up half the sky. So in so many places in the world, women are kind of thrown to the side, discounted. But it's been shown time and time again, if you help women um, get an education, get health care, and help keep them out of trafficking, human trafficking, which it, the more education they have and the more access to health care they have, the less likely they are to be trafficked. Uh, and then these women can, and you know, I'm not, not just women, men too, but women can go back to their communities and they invest in their community and they make their community better and their family better. So those were the three issues that really stood out to me. I said, okay, this is what I want. I do other stuff too, but I, this is what I want to center my philanthropy and my mm -hmm. volunteering on was education, women and girls, maternal health and um, anti-trafficking work. So 
I do a lot of, uh, with a lot of other charities with my business. Um, so, but I also do different charities. So when I moved here, I helped start Houston children give back, which teaches our children about the world around this and help around, around them, around us, um, on a local scale and sometimes an international scale. So the first project we did with our kids was we had a party at someone's house who had a big yard and we um, had the families pay a fee and the money went to build a well in Ethiopia. So the kids did different activities that were related to different countries that had a lack of clean water. They learned how easy it would be to filtrate the water. They did, you know, lanterns and different crafts so they could learn more about those cultures too. And it, you know, that charity is, it goes up and down, but today it's still around and it's raising money for another organization I work with called Learn, Grow, Lead. And Learn, Grow, Lead focuses on education in other countries. So I had a group of friends in California that had been sending money to Ghana, Africa, specifically Cape Coast, to help kids there get an education. And they asked me one year to participate and I said, well, we're just sending money in Western Union, but if we really want to make a bigger impact, we need to have a nonprofit here that we can really partner with the organization there. And the organization there, it's amazing. The man, Stephen Donkwa, who runs it, he had been trafficked as a child. He lived wow. in, in a village in Ghana with no running water, no electricity, but he was very smart. So he moved to another, you know, to Cape Coast to get an education, but instead he got into some, he became somebody's servant um, when he was able to get out of that and get some education and get a good job. Then he wanted to give back to the community and give back to other kids like him. And so he, he and his wife took in a lot of kids. They were just sleeping on his floor. So now today, several years later, we're able to pay for 120 to 125 kids education every year in this village. We built an orphanage. So we have 26 kids who live there full time. Um, and they either have parents who have died of different diseases or they, you know, they're just too poor to take care of their kids, the families. Um, and then we also have an organic farm that we've helped get grants for so that it can create self-sufficiency because you can't, can't just pour money into something. Every, nobody wants a hand out. Everybody wants a hand up. Mm. And so um, these are things I'm very, very passionate about because I think what happens on one part of the world is going to affect what happens over here and vice versa. We have to really help everybody out. Um, then with my business, I have a few different things. We have Social Graces Social Club. So we are a social club in Houston, but this year we are starting new chapters in Denver, Scottsdale, Kansas City, and Los Angeles, and may go international after that. And we are based on friendship, fun, and philanthropy because we have members 20s to 60s, never married, no kids, widowed, kids grown, um, NF, former NFL players, you know, every possible industry you can think of. And it doesn't matter if you're conservative, if you're liberal, when you're in our house, because we have an application process, we ask everybody their favorite quote and their favorite charity or their favorite issue area. We want people to feel safe, to know that they are with people who are like-minded. Doesn't matter what political party you are, what religion you are, what color your skin is, what your age is, as long as you're here for the same purpose, you can meet somebody amazing and you can not only become friends with them, you can maybe find a new person to do business with. And that happens time and time again. We think 
networking should happen organically because you have good, you know, same value base um, right. that you care about others. So that's our social club. And then we have Real Beauty, Real Women. And with Real Beauty, Real Women, we focus on, for the foundation, we do workshops with different um, groups, such as Santa Maria Hostel, where we're taking a group of women who have just gotten out of prison. Um, they may be homeless, substance abuse issues, violent, you know, domestically abused, trafficked. Um, and we're trying to, we're not their therapists. We have them come and just enjoy being right? right so they might come and learn flower making they might come and learn photography they might come paint they might learn sewing we do different fun activities uh, or they might do a vision board of their perfect dream home that they're going to get someday and we have people come in and talk to them about their stories because every single one of us has a story nobody knows what we've been through in our life or what could have happened to us or what did happen and just by looking at you and me you know, we, everybody has a story and everybody, yeah. you see what's on Instagram, you see what's on Facebook, yeah. you see whatever, and you don't know what actually happened in that person's life to get them to where they are today. And yeah, so no, we no one's them. immune to going through tough things. I don't care who it's, you are. Yeah. 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 So, um, so that's what we do. We have a radio show, um, on Facebook live also that we like to do the same thing. We like to have people come on and talk about their charities or how they turn their pain into purpose, what their passion is and how they're using it to help others. Um, so that's just something I'm extremely passionate about. And um, I mean, I think it probably shows through. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of good stuff uh, to yeah. be involved in. You know, I think uh, uh, the big man's going to have a place <laughs> For you, definitely. Because well, you're doing some amazing I, things. Thank you. And honestly, I have to say that uh, that's something that's really been, because I grew up, my dad was um, not religious. My mom is Buddhist. Mm. So I grew up going to different churches or trying different things. But just, I mean, and I, I've been baptized and, you know, come and gone. And try, but this year, the past year, I really feel that I'm walking in my purpose yeah. and I feel the divinity around me. And I, and I've seen every day something happen that shows me that I am walking in his grace and that I'm yes. supposed to keep this path. And so, I mean, even, you know, um, our mutual friends that introduced us and told us that we needed to connect because we we're both yes. here. Uh, there's no coincidence. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's talk success. Okay. What is your definition of success? Well, um, I will say I, I have a daughter. She's mm -hmm. 10 years old. And success to me doesn't just mean having money. It doesn't mean, you know, I think a lot of people think that success is showing what you have on Facebook, showing off your latest handbag, showing off your latest this, that, the other. For me, success is knowing that I made a difference in other people's lives. It means seeing my daughter grow up to be an amazing woman and already see her mind working on how she wants to help make changes in this world of ours. Um, seeing her think about things in different lenses. And um, I think also to me, you know, having enough to do what I want to do, to be able to travel a little bit, to be able to know at the end of, towards the ender part or the, 
last part of, I don't even know how to say it part of my life that I'm you know I'm comfortable yeah. um, I don't need a big fancy house to be happy um, I want to I want to be able to take what I'm doing and pass it on to others and learn from people at the same time and pull people together and know that we are all growing and collaborating for a higher purpose that helps us grow our businesses um, become internet you know whether that's that our businesses are international um, that we're spreading the message out to wider audiences um, and that while we're doing that with our businesses that it's also about the purpose behind our business and the purpose behind us and so we're growing financially and spiritually it's good stuff well yeah. before we get off if you don't mind uh, telling the audience where they can follow you and uh, show you some love absolutely thank you um, so on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter, official Annika Jackson, and that's A-N-I-K-A Jackson. And then for my businesses, Social Graces Social Club. And if you Google that, you can find our store in downtown Houston on Green Street, where several of our members of our club are about 85% actually are entrepreneurs. And so several of them have stuff in our storefront. They have merchandise. So you can come in. You can. It's a one-stop shop. You can buy jewelry. You can buy a new outfit. You can get a handbag. Um, you can get baked goods. You can get, um, you know, essential oils, candles, soaps, all kinds of, of really great stuff. And then our other one is Real Beauty, Real Women. And we have some big announcements coming up where you will be able to see a lot of uh, what I'm doing on national television pretty soon. So... But again, it's, you know, things come because you're on the right path, not because you're trying to do them necessarily. But if it's anything that will help spread the message wider is, is golden. That's it. You know, there's, there's one thing that I have truly noticed in my life. I think that when you can focus your energy on working to be the best you that you can be, yes. and then you learn some things that, uh, you can share with others, just like you said, your definitions, you know, to make a difference in their lives. Uh, I think it truly helps you be in alignment with your assignment and help helps you be fulfilled in what you do because you, you realize that it's not about you. It's about what you can do to help others. I agree 100%. Yeah. And what's interesting, we were just talking about this yeah, last night, actually, because, yeah, you might be able to do 10 different things. Yeah. And want to do all 10 of them. But if you really hone in on what you're best at and what you're really passionate about, you're going to do it so much better. And those other things, if they're meant to happen, will still be there waiting. So. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. again, thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate you sharing your story and your experiences. And so thank you. Thank you I appreciate being on your show. So have a great day, night, everyone, whenever you're watching. And <laughs> And um, hopefully some of you will reach out. I'd love to hear from you. There it is. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Success Chronicles. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get.